0: Welcome to the All or Something Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Kepler, and this podcast is all about ditching black and white thinking and exploring the gray areas of health, happiness, and everything in between. If you're ready to feel empowered and inspired, then let's get to it. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 83 of the All or Something Living Podcast. This week we're going to talk about how you can build the courage it takes to step out of your comfort zone. So for a really long time I held on to a belief that if I'm not naturally good at something then that's all there is to it. I should just not do that thing. So couple that with my belief that I should strive for perfection and I rarely if ever even felt brave enough to step out of my comfort zone. So in the process of not wanting to make myself uncomfortable, I started to feel like something was missing. And I intuitively knew that if I wanted to be a successful woman and really be able to make a difference, that I'd have to learn to be brave. But first there were a few mindset shifts that I needed to make before I was able to build up the courage to step out of my comfort zone. And in today's episode, I'll teach you how you can reframe your thinking on perfectionism and failure so that you can begin to appreciate the process that it takes to reach the level of success that you crave, no matter how big or small your dreams are. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by the All or Something Lifestyle Crash Course. If you love and benefit from this podcast, then you'll really love this course. So for just $27, you can learn the ins and outs of how to finally get out of your own way and become unapologetic about your life's visions and desires. The crash course is divided into four short modules. In the first module, I'll break down how you can stop chasing external validation and find the confidence within yourself to complete any important goal you set for yourself. Module two is all about learning how to have such a deep, fulfilling relationship with yourself that you quit living for the when and you start enjoying the now. Then in module three, you'll discover why you likely experience binges and strong cravings and how to set goals to nourish your body without feeling the need to be perfect or on a diet all the time. And finally, in module four, you'll learn how to show up more consistently for yourself, your relationships, your professional life, and more. I'll teach you how you can build flexible routines that allow you to be productive while still honoring down days. You'll finish each day feeling accomplished and proud of yourself. With each module, you'll get a PDF worksheet, and I've even included as a bonus for you, an emergency self-care kit for times when you feel burnt out and tired. You can access the course anytime, anywhere, and watch the videos with slides if you're a visual learner, or listen as you complete other tasks if you're more of an auditory learner. To sign up, click on the link in the show notes or visit laurenkepler.com and go over to the courses tab. Hope to see you in there. Alrighty. So the first thing that you need to do when you are building the courage that it takes to step out of your comfort zone is to first release the idea that you should be perfect all the time. So... If you have worked with me for a while, like maybe you've listened to my podcasts, maybe you've taken a course, maybe you've worked with me one-on-one, something that you might have recognized is that I work, the two important, most important practices are um, increasing gratitude and releasing perfectionism. So... One of the things that, uh, one of the first practices that I always recommend when people are learning to start to shift their mindset, if you're learning, if you're wanting to shift your mindset, is to start a gratitude practice and also to examine your relationship with perfection and decide whether or not you are a perfectionist yourself. So the first thing that you want to do is release the idea that you should be perfect all the time. So... Have you ever noticed that we are given conflicting messages about perfection? Like it's really confusing and sometimes hard to decipher because what we're told is that perfection doesn't exist. And if you believe in God, you know, you're told that God is the only perfect entity. But then the world around us encourages us to try to be perfect anyway through ads, through telling us what's wrong with us, whether it's, you know, our weight or the makeup that we're wearing or how we do our hair, um, or anything else. So what happens is when we're given those conflicting messages, we get so caught up in our own imperfections and we're afraid to, we become afraid to admit our faults because we think that those things make us unlovable. And what I mean by faults is, I mean, this could be something like a flaw that you don't like about yourself and that you want to change, um, but you feel ashamed, so ashamed of it that you don't even want to examine this. This could be something like, um, and again, remember that these are subjective. So you might see something in yourself that you don't like, but others do like that about you. But if you genuinely do know, so for example, like me wanting to change being snappy and judgmental toward my friends that was something that I knew I didn't like about myself but for a really long time I was afraid to admit to it because I deep down felt unlovable and I felt like if I faced the reality about who I was that it would just dig me into a deeper hole Um, and so I was I was stuck and paralyzed for a while with not wanting to admit that So when we do get caught up in not wanting to own up to the things that maybe we want to improve about ourselves, that we end up feeling stuck and then playing a small game, but then not really understanding why it is that we feel so afraid. And we feel afraid, you may not recognize, but a lot of the times when you feel afraid to maybe admit to something like a flaw that you have or admit to the fact that you're imperfect, you're afraid that you will be unlovable and that you won't belong. And belonging is one of the most important things that we, we hold tight to as humans. So my question for you is whose standards is it that you're trying to live up to anyway? Because if you're so busy comparing yourself to other people maybe you're an entrepreneur and you're seeing what other people are doing other business owners or coaches in your industry are doing maybe you're seeing that your friend becky always has perfect hair um and you feel like you should as well um maybe i've seen videos of tiktok where some moms like make their lunches make an extravagant lunch for either their kids or their husband And so if you, if I compared myself to that, I might feel inadequate because I would think, oh my gosh, I don't do that for my family members. Does that mean that I'm not good enough? And so there I am trying to live up to somebody else's standards. So if you do that, if you compare yourself to what everybody else is doing without really checking in with yourself to decide what's important to you, then what you're going to end up doing is you're going to find yourself living a life of shoulds. So if you're held back by someone else's idea of how you should live, then you're going to be going down the wrong path. You're going to have a tunnel vision and um, take the wrong fork in the road, really. So then what happens is that you're not going to be able to make the impact that you were born to make. I truly do believe that we're all designed to bring something unique to the table, and that includes you too. I really do believe that for you. But you're not going to be able to truly discover your purpose if you're too afraid to mess up or get it wrong sometimes or hit some bumps in the road because what you're going to do is you're going to stay in your bubble and you're going to continue playing small. So not only does that negatively impact the world who needs the gift that you have to offer, but it also leaves you feeling less fulfilled. And then who knows, maybe one day you'll be on your deathbed and you'll think you'll look back and you'll wish like, oh man, like I really wish that I would have had the courage to do the things that, that I really like that my heart was calling me to do throughout my life. But then I decided that, you know, I wasn't like that. I was scared. I really wish I didn't allow fear to hold me back. So I encourage you right now to release the harmful idea that you need to strive for perfection and try to never make mistakes. That's impossible. And it's it's not, I don't, you have, I feel like you have to have the downs to really appreciate the ups as well. So, um, so give yourself permission right now to live in your full truth, even if that means sometimes messing up or disappointing others, just make that revelation right now. Like I am imperfect and that is okay. And that's why I always tell you at the end of my episodes that you are enough. Even if you don't believe it, even if you don't feel it in this moment, you absolutely are enough. That doesn't mean that you need to be stuck in your ways forever and just give up and never want to improve. It just means that in this moment you can accept everything about yourself and you can choose to move forward into and move forward and closer to the life that you desire and becoming, you know, the person that you desire to be. So the next thing as you're building the courage to step out of your comfort zone is to really start to change your mind about failure. So challenging your thoughts about failure to begin with. And I don't know if you've ever heard the statement fail forward. Um I've definitely it's very big in the coaching space as well, but I also think of it now every time that I find myself even faced with the possibility of failure, which is pretty much <laughs> almost everything I do these days is faced and really it could, I could say the same about you pretty much. I mean, we, we technically could put ourselves up, um, could make ourselves available to fail every day, just depending on how we define failure in, in some smaller ways and some bigger ways. But, um, anyway, me, me feeling like I understood failure Um, wasn't always the norm for me. I think that I've become accepting of failure, um, and I've recognized that it's part of the process, but I am still afraid of failure, if that makes sense. Um, But, so the difference between now and then is that the thought of even making a mistake, let alone full-on, like, failing, falling flat on my face, used to stop me in my tracks, Because I always believed that failure was bad. And I think that a lot of that stemmed from being taught to feel that my mistakes were not okay. So when I made mistakes in my family, I was shamed, um, I was ridiculed, I was, nobody was really there to encourage me and say, it's okay, we all make mistakes. And so because of the way I was treated when I did make mistakes or when I was imperfectly showing up I was led to believe that my mistakes defined me and who I was so I assumed that if I made a mistake I was a bad person or if I snapped at somebody I was a mean person I took those mistakes on as my identity and doing so kept me prideful and unwilling to be vulnerable And it kept other people. It was also a way that I was able to keep people at a distance and me playing small. I kept playing small. Um, So failing, I want to just reframe failing for you, the idea of failure. Because failure really what it means is that you still, you, you took a step forward. And if you freeze and you do not take action at all because you're afraid to fail you stay in the same spot. So if you really think about this, failing is actually more productive than remaining stuck. I'll say that again. Failing is more productive than doing nothing at all. So if you again, take it a step further, then you'll recognize that failure is actually a victory compared to inaction. You actually progress when you fail. But when you take no action at all, I think that's more of a failure in my mind. But that's how I reframe um, the way that I feel about failure, so that I recognize that, you know, as I said, it's it's part of the game, and I am going to have to just accept that. So the last thing is to, as you're building the courage, is to trust in the journey. So I like I always like to compare life to a movie, um, because obviously that's where we get inspiration for movies. But if you think of like a full-on movie, you have the beginning, you have the end, and then you've got all that stuff in between, the journey, shall you say. So the beginning of a good movie is supposed to catch your attention. The end may or may not make you feel something, you know depending on what, which director that you're watching, because I know I call it, what do they call him? Midnight Shyamalan. I don't even know his name. (laughs) The one who likes to do the, um, alternative endings that leave you feeling like, what the fuck? Anyway, that guy, um, or that, (laughs) I totally lost my train of thought there. Um, anyway, it's the stuff in between that actually keeps you invested to the movie because if the if the journey or the middle of the movie is not interesting then you're just gonna turn it off and you're just gonna um, you're gonna lose interest or get ADD like I do so what you want to do is think of your life as a good movie and if you think about that you recognize that any great movie what is it that keeps you watching a good movie it's usually like challenges right that the main character or any of the characters are overcoming. So there are plenty of little dilemmas followed by victories. And sometimes it takes the entire movie for somebody to finally win or for a resolution um, to be reached. And so the writers of these films are actually literally, um, that, that's their, their blueprint for making a good movie, is they recognize that what you want to see is challenges, adversity, People overcoming those challenges and adversity. So what you do is because you know that, you know, there's going to be an ending eventually, you trust in the journey and you follow right along on the edge of your seat. And so what we really learn when we watch movies that it, is that it's okay to fall down because we trust that there will be an uprising. But what you don't always recognize is that your life is no different your life is actually a very, just a very long, long version of that. So if you're going to do great things, you are going to have a mixture of failures and wins along the way. That's a life worth living. And that's just the name of the game. So trust in the journey and just know that in the end, you're going to be okay. There's going to be some kind of ending or resolution But what's most important is that you are enjoying the journey. And that is all my tips for building courage. Um, That will help you step out of your comfort zone. So just remember that courage isn't something that you're born with. It's a habit you build, just like confidence, just like self-love. And stepping out of your comfort zone takes practice. But it starts with you having a mindset Uh, A a positive mindset or a helpful mindset when it comes to failing or making mistakes and being willing to learn something new and to grow. So hopefully this has helped you reframe your thinking on perfectionism and failure so that you can begin to appreciate the process that it takes to obtain the success you crave. And if you're looking for more ways to help your mindset work for you and not against you, I highly recommend checking out the All or Something Living Crash Course. Next week, I'm going to share with you three keys to living a successful life. So I am really looking forward to sharing that with you. But until then, just remember that you are enough and you are doing enough.